going on, turds? How you doing on this uh, Tuesday afternoon, 3 p.m., 36 degrees, got the sun fighting through those clouds, got the crossing guard coming across, she's freaking calling rank on some people, got a, she got a one red glove, I think that's a smart move, yeah, she can stick that hand out and block traffic, protect our children, you know, get them, oh, she got two red gloves, what am I talking about, it'd be cool if she had one red glove though, just one to direct traffic with, the other one would just be a, a regular black glove or some shit, right? Look at this stud riding his bike. <clears throat> riding his bike home from school. The rest of the kids are a bunch of friggin' wimps. They gotta jump on the school bus and have it drop them off in the fucking door. You know, so listen, today is my birthday. I posted earlier about that. I'm, I, I gotta tell you, I'm really appreciative of all the, the love on Facebook and the text messages that I've received from people really makes a man feel good about the company that, that, uh, that he keeps you know, people throughout my life over the past shit I don't know I guess forever I got people that have been lifelong friends from back in the back in Jersey the dirty Jers people that I know and love I haven't seen in years from there my home of record Pine Barrens people that I've known throughout the Dr. Drill Instructor residency here in eastern Pennsylvania. Shitload of patients, former students. Makes you feel good, especially the people who can muster something a little bit more than a happy B-day. or You know, I do that too. I, I, I try to add a little something, something special, something to personalize the message to... Uh, to whosever birthday it is, whomever birthday it happens to be, try to give them a little bit of something that makes them feel particularly good. It can be challenging sometimes, but a nice happy birthday is certainly suffices. Sometimes we just don't have the time, but just that some of the fact that somebody might be thinking of me, um, it means a lot. It lets a man know that he's not alone in this world. You know, that people remember him and and uh, and care, and so I care about you all. So I'm glad to hear, glad to be shown some love. Thank you very much. So I'm coming back from uh, Gwyn and Mercy University here, doing uh, covering the respiratory system and the cardiovascular system today. Just finished up at that lab. We did a, a wet lab, <clears throat> which means we got filthy, dirty, nasty. Put on our PPE, our personal protective equipment. Cut open some cow hearts. Those of you who are not aware, the heart is the, one of our most important muscles because it nourishes the entire body with life-giving blood, an elixir of life. The humors that flow, red blood cells with oxygen piggybacking on the compound called hemoglobin. White blood cells representing our immune system like warriors on a friggin' battlefield. Platelets that are like sandbags that get thrown in the friggin' dam when it crack forms. You get a cut, clotting mechanism. Of course, they're called erythrocytes, leukocytes, and thrombocytes, respectively, but not to show off. These are pretty cool substances, and blood flows because the heart 
facilitates that pump and suction. It's going to complete the cardiac cycle. You can have a certain rhythm and a rate and pumping action. Powerful muscle that always is on the move. I mean, oh shit, this fucker. Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to be a penis anus. I just cut that guy off. Came straight across the friggin' thing doing my podcast. It made my heart skip a beat. But not really. Um, so the normal rate of pumping action of the heart, the pulse, is 60 to 100 beats per minute. 60 to 100 beats per minute at rest is normal. Anything above 100 is considered tachycardia or an elevated heart rate. You don't want to be in that range. Now, if you're exercising, it'd be normal, but if you're at rest, you got 60, you got 100 beats per minute, 120, 150. Well, maybe your heart's trying a little bit too hard. Maybe you're sick, maybe you've got a heart condition, body's fighting some sort of stress. Anything below 60 beats per minute is, I call it Tom Brady cardio. Very slow heart rate. And so if you're a trained athlete, you exercise regularly, aerobically, your heart just might be so efficient that it doesn't need to beat any faster than that at rest. 60 beats per minute. So 90 over 60, a, uh, a blood pressure, rather would be low 90 over 60 that's the low margins and then 120 over 80 would be the upper margin that's the range that you want to be in heart freaking incredible mechanism right it's made of these ever beating cells called myocardium it's a muscle cardiac muscle they're all kind of strung together like Christmas lights so when one of the heart muscles beat they all beat together in unison and so that's what makes our characteristic pumping action sounding like lub-dub, lub-dub, lub-dub. That regularity of the heart pumping according to its electrical conduction system, which is like a wiring harness for the heart. And so we're talking about um, something called the sinuatrial node. Imagine like this intricate wiring stitched into the muscle of the heart that powers it. It's like plugging in the power cord to your Christmas lights and all the hearts, all the lights light up. Maybe they blink, do some other bullshit. Your drive to financial freedom should be in the car of your dreams. I don't get it. All right, it's a Dodge Avenger free for me. I guess maybe the guy one of those things on the friggin telephone poles or whatever work from home, make six figures your dream to financial freedom should be in the car of your choice dream drive fuck it, maybe I'll give it a shot Um, the heart friggin myocardium the inside of the heart, where the blood flows, all those chambers, the atria and the ventricles, serve various purposes, and it's very slippery on the inside. It's called the endocardium, endo meaning insides. It's slippery, the blood flows in there, it, it 
pressure accumulates, it sends it all out all throughout the body. One chamber, the right ventricle, sends the blood to the lungs where gas exchange takes place and we breathe in, pull some air out of the friggin' our environment, and from that air we're looking for preferentially oxygen. And oxygen then is gonna jump on the red blood cell, it's like a little raft, and it's gonna transport the red blood the uh, Red blood cells are going to transport oxygen far and wide. It's going to drop it off at all the little cells in our body, whether the cells are part of the liver or the skin or the muscles, skeletal muscles or bone. It's going to drop these oxygen molecules off, kind of like fuel, gasoline, like gassing up the tank of every cell in your body. That's what's happening there. So it's pretty friggin' important. And so here my students are. We've got these models, and I'm showing them all the structures and detailing the function, prepping them for an exam they have week after next, and then we pull out the cow heart. And it's just so, it, it's disgusting. It's gigantic. It's about the size of a, a flattened football, you know, like a dilapidated football. And these, you can imagine as these cows are slaughtered, a percentage of them, I mean, who knows, they probably take the heart and grind it up and put it in... Um, ground beef or something. Who friggin' knows? I mean, I hate to see it go to waste. It is meat. I don't, I wonder if they're allowed to do that. Or they put it in dog food or something like that. But you ever have a chicken heart? They're delicious. Very chewy. So, I'm sure there's some particular culture that loves them. Uh, <clears throat> so, it's a dilapidated football. Like the football you pull out of the garage in the winter and it's half flattened and it's got dents in it. It's not quite that got that spheroid <clears throat> full structure to it. And you gotta do a little bit of CPR to it, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, just to get all get it kind of full and the chambers uh, delineated in the same way you'd have to take the football. Message from Danny. <clears throat> oh, my brother-in-law is a good guy. Wishing me a happy birthday. That guy is friggin' something else, man. Like, a good, good dude. Really, really good person. Um, just like his dad was. God rest his soul. Spinning image, friggin' incredible character. Caring, compassionate family man. Consummate family man. Loves babies, loves old people. As far as I know, he ain't faking it. He's a legit crack a window here because it's hot as balls um, so students none of them want to do this dissection right so I say okay we got a couple of these hearts we got these they're gigantic flattened footballs we got one it's like I, I refer to it being it's natural juices and then we got one it's teriyaki style and the teriyaki is like it's old it's like a nine year old specimen literally says, you know, 2010 or 11 on the package, it's clear plastic package, that's its born on date, or its slaughter date, so they're pushing this heart football around, trying to open up its chambers and make sense of it, they find the apex of the heart, that's a landmark, like a sharp point at the bottom that points to the left side, they say that your heart is kind of biased to the left side, and sure enough, the apex a sharpened point, like the football is pointed slightly left, 
in your chest, specifically the midclavicular line at the fifth intercostal space. So if you basically come down to about your nipple level, some of you guys got some saggy titties, but uh, <clears throat> about nipple nipple line, it's drawing a line straight down, intersecting your nipple and the friggin' clavicle. That's the fifth intercostal space. So that's where you can find the bottom of the heart. Um, there, I say, take your fingers and stick them in all these holes in the uh, heart. So you got the great vessels like the aorta, these gigantic garden hose diameter vessels, man, that pump blood all over the body. They're incredible how the volumes of blood that are coursing through these very thick, very resilient arteries. Uh, the aorta, the superior and inferior vena cava, the pulmonary trunk, are the, all these holes at the top of the heart. You can imagine having slaughtered this beast and pulled the, you know, the hearts out of it. Oh, these are going to go to medical science. Friggin' things are thick and powerful, these hearts. They, get a, they have to service an entire cow, right? So they package them up and they sell them to science and who knows how much they get per heart. But I'm sure that they're they're paying a pretty penny for them. Of course, passing it on to the students. Um, and so they're slicing open now <coughs> these hearts. And they busted two scapulas. Scalpels, rather. Scapulas. Two scalpels they busted. They're made of this cheap-ass plastic. And they're little bitty girls. They're, they're uh, young ladies who are doing the dissection. And they're trying. You know, they're trying to get in there good. Trying to use proper technique. Trying to make the right incisions. But they busted two of these damn scalpels. And I'm thinking, they could really hurt themselves. And these the school is buying these cheap fucking sca uh, scalpels. I'm going to let them know about that. Because it can't be the first time they'd be hearing about it, you know? <clears throat> I'm sure if I report it, they'll say, oh, well, they need to use proper technique and just be careful. And need to ch It's a very, very sharp blade. You'll need to try that hard. Well, you do it, and we'll see if you friggin' trying to cut through a cow heart three inches thick. See if you can... Um, See if you don't freaking bust a scalpel. But we'll see. I'm sure they'll hear me out. Um, it was a nice dissection. We enjoyed it. We talked about the break. Next week we got in the entire week off. I'm looking forward to sitting on my ass. Maybe doing some wood carving on that week. That'd be awesome, right? Spring break is here already. So doing dissections, teaching about the friggin' heart, about the lungs, about the cardiovascular system, the arteries. It's in absolutely incredible. Sometime I'd like to have you in my anatomy classes. This is, listen, this is the science of you. This is the stuff that's inside a human being. What could be more interesting, right? I mean, it's as if you're taking your cell phone and you're open, taking the cover off and 
pulling out the guts of the cell phone. Imagine all the structures that'll be in there. There'll be a camera and a hard drive and a battery and wiring and a motherboard and all these little computer components. Taking them out. There's a proper way to take them out and there's a function to each one and there's a structure to each one with a corresponding function. And then you got to put it all back in. Think about that. The human body, how much more complex it is than some computer at the current time anyway and all its processes it's pretty amazing and so take an interest in your anatomy learn about your structure it'll help you more uh, readily make sense of when something goes wrong and that's why all these students are taking the course because they want to be nurses and doctors and respiratory therapists and all that and they want to know how the body works. So it was a very interesting day and I enjoyed it. Students were very nice, promising young people. And I'm 44 friggin' years old today. And now I'm gonna go stop by to see my friends the Mennonite Maidens at RJ Farmers Market, get ourselves some chocolate milk from some other various items. And head to hell home. Spend some time with my family. What do you think? Everybody have a wonderful day. Stay motivated and know your anatomy. <laughs>